Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast that is in your life today. Another day, another day going by when we're all cooped up in our houses and our homes, being safe, of course, but of course, it's the fact that we are driving mental. We are driving to the point where we just need more entertainment. We need something to latch onto, something to make us laugh, something to make us happy. And here I am, episode four. Another episode of the podcast talking about comic book movies, comic book contests, comic book shows for you guys and for myself as well. This episode of the podcast, we got some news, we got some interesting news where the Netflix Marvel characters, that's right, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and The Punisher at the end of 2020 will be going back to the rights of Marvel, Marvel Studios to be exact. And yet, why do I get the feeling that it sounds easy, sounds good on paper, but in some way, shape, or form, it might be a very, very difficult task, at least with a few of the characters. That's what we're going to discuss today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get our shout-outs out of the way, shall we? Shout-outs to... My girlfriend, my angel, Sophie Cabrera, she has a TikTok video, a lot of TikTok videos to be exact. She likes to entertain, just like me. She's beautiful, she's funny, very smart, doing what she does. And if you go on TikTok right now and look upon her channel, her screen name to be exact, it's Sophie, I-T-S-S-O-F-Y, it's Sophie I've been seeing a lot of videos from her, from her makeup, to her cute little dog, to her beautiful sisters, and everything else. I swear, if you're into the TikTok fashion, if you're into the TikTok movement, I kind of am not. But you know what? There were a couple of videos I just kept seeing over and over and over. And I like what I see for the simple reason. Shout out to her. Babe, if you're listening to this, I love you dearly. Now... Let's get on with this, shall we? Outside the Comics Volume 2, here we go, my friend. Now, for the Marvel characters, we have been waiting for this for quite some time. Since the cancellation of our beloved characters, our beloved shows from Netflix, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and so on and so forth, we thought, when would it be a perfect time for them to get reintroduced into Marvel, reintroduced back to their home, and maybe, just maybe, we can actually see a future crossover with any of the other MCU characters. And I thought it would be brilliant to see if maybe, just maybe, they can mesh well with everybody else, their personalities can clash, we can have more funny moments, we can have more groundbreaking moments. It sounds easy on paper, it really, really does, but yet, it's probably the most difficult thing to pull off, and here's the reason why. 
actually two reasons why, to be exact. Two reasons. A couple of these issues, and it can go like this. For one, if the characters do return, which I'm hoping they do, will they be recasted, or will the same actors get to play as them? Let's face it. Can you actually see someone else playing Daredevil than Charlie Cox? Honestly, honestly, can, can you really see that? Can you see Kristen Redder, someone other than her, play Jessica Jones, your beloved sarcastic badass private eye detective? No, I don't think you can. That's like saying that you would see somebody else than Robert Downey Jr. playing Iron Man. Or you would see someone else, even though eventually this will happen, you would see someone else than Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine. Or... I'd say, maybe off the top of my head, another character, or another beloved character, Steve Rogers, played by Chris Evans, playing the patriotic Captain America. It just doesn't happen. Once you have that identity of that actor as that character, it's extremely hard to replicate. It's extremely hard to just switch. Just for the sake of, oh, this is this is a TV character. Now we're going to go into the big leagues, into the Hollywood, even though there are arguments in terms of which is greater and which is not. It's very hard to replicate that. It really is. And I'm here thinking to myself, I really don't see anybody else playing Daredevil or any of the other characters, so to speak. So that's probably my number one issue. If they came over to... Marvel Studios, will they be recasted? I honestly hope they don't. I want them to keep everything the way it is. Look, we as an audience know who the Defenders are. We know who the Punisher is. We also know that there are numerous MCU references within the Marvel Netflix shows. We know this. So why not play to that to your advantage in your future MCU movies and actually broaden the perspective that yes, there are other heroes out there, there are other shit going on, and why not utilize that? Why not engage in the fact that we can actually increase our knowledge and actually brought to the fact that yes, Jessica Jones knows Peter Parker out there, or... You know, Luke Cage knows that there are some things else going on. Do you do you know what I mean? So, will they be recasted? I really hope they don't. That's my number one issue. The second issue is this. As I said over and over, it sounds easy to pull off. But it's probably the most difficult task ever. Because on one hand, you have to keep the same dark tone that the Marvel Netflix shows are known for... And they have to mesh well with the lightheartedness of the MCU movies. And that might be an extremely difficult task to pull off. Because conflicting tones does not execute very well. They really, really don't. It just goes to show that if there is a way to do it, if the execution is right, if the writers can get together with the directors, maybe they can pull off something. They have to be compatible with each other. But then again, let's say there is a way. Maybe there is a way. And I could be one of the few guys or many guys that could possibly offer a few solutions for each character. Some are easy. Some are a little difficult. Let's try to see if we could plan this out, shall we? Daredevil, number one. The easiest. Probably the easiest out of all of them. 
you can mesh him well with Spider-Man. In fact, his deal, I believe, that he'll be available around, I would say, October 2020. And it's perfect in line for Spider-Man 3 to come out in July of 2021. So imagine having a scene where everyone knows who Peter Parker is and you have Matt Murdock as his lawyer. Oh, 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 as an added bonus, wait, guys, hear me out here. As an added bonus, you have the Kingpin facing off against Spider-Man. Boner City, Boner City, Uh, I just came. Oh my goodness. Yes, that would be awesome. Have have like an interesting three-way. No homo. Have an interesting three-way where Spider-Man and Daredevil face off against Kingpin and whoever else. Have Kingpin fund the Sinister Six. Oh my goodness, I, I, I'm I getting goosebumps here, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. Have Kingpin fund the Sinister Six to face off against Spider-Man and Daredevil. It, it may not be for Spider-Man 3. Make, maybe it could be for the fourth film. Or maybe, just maybe, it could be in a crossover movie that Sony can represent. The possibilities are endless here, guys. Oh, I'm getting extremely excited now. The possibilities are endless. You know what? Writers, if you're listening to this and you want to take my idea, I deserve some royalty. 1% royalty because this is my idea. Trademark my idea. I don't give a damn, okay? I, I want I want some creative spot in this team, okay? Let's continue to keep going. I think it would be a perfect plan. Moving on. Iron Fist, I'm not really sold on, but he's another easy one. Have him go with Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi has his movie coming out very soon. Have a crossover between those two. They're both great in martial arts. They both can channel their inner rage or inner discipline. Have them face off against someone international-wise. Maybe they can face off a couple of dragons in Kung Lung. Maybe they could travel in some way, shape, or form. Maybe they can train each other. Maybe they want to fight each other to see who's the best martial artist of all time. I could definitely see a movie about that. And it would actually impact Iron Fist's star power just a little bit more because let's face it, his first show was shite. It was shite. And maybe I'll do a look back episode on that. So we have Daredevil, we have Iron Fist. Boom, that's already done. Moving on, Luke Cage. This is a huge maybe. You can probably get Black Panther, Blade, and Luke Cage together. And yes, this is me pitching the idea. Well, anybody, somebody else I'm sure has already thought about this. But you could probably pitch the idea that it would represent African American culture just a tad bit stronger. Just a little bit. Ryan Coogler, the director of Black Panther, said that he would love the idea of these characters coming together. He would absolutely love this idea. Of course, he would have to sit down with Kevin Feige. He would have to sit down with the star of Luke Cage himself. And like I said, the execution has to be there. But it can get pulled off. It really can. Yes, everybody is going to be black. And there's going to be a 90% you know, African-American representation there. But you know what? Why not? Since the MCU wants to focus so much on diversity, this would be the perfect chance to do it. Moving on. We have the Punisher. The Punisher is a little bit of an interesting perspective because 
there's really nobody where he can mesh very well against or even with. But then what if a future MCU movie you somehow bring back Black Widow? I mean, yes, I understand she's dead and I understand she's going to get her own movie, which is a midquel between Captain America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. I get that. But if there's one character that I would love to bring back, it would be Black Widow. It would not be Tony Stark. Why? Because Tony Stark had the perfect ending and you don't want to ruin it. You really don't. Black Widow and the Punisher, we've seen that countless times in comics, in other animated films. Actually, the the main animated film that I believe can represent this on Netflix right now is Avengers Confidential. It's called Avengers Confidential, Black Widow and the Punisher. So there is a way for those two to be compatible with each other. And I think that could be for a great film. Now, the last and not least, Jessica Jones. Probably the most difficult one because her sarcastic nature, it's going to be very, very hard to replicate that or even combine that with any other person, whether it's an adversary, a rival, or even as a partner. To me, Jessica Jones is a huge force by herself. It's going to be very difficult to see who she could become compatible with. You know, Marvel, in terms of the MCU, is already heading towards a future that doesn't really involve the original six characters. Yes, you have Thor, but Thor is going to be combination with other characters who's going to pass down the torch to, whether it's Lady Thor, Valkyrie, the Guardians, or whoever. The other characters, with the exception of maybe Hawkeye, who's getting his own show... And anybody else, I I honestly don't see it. I really, really don't. Jessica Jones, and that's another issue probably that I have. Whoever you put these characters with, you don't want one to overshadow the other. You want them to have a good balance in your films. You really do. You want them to have a good balance to ensure that one doesn't overthrow the other. Because if it is their film, it has to be a reason in terms of why that character is there. At the same time, you don't want that character to be secondary. You don't want that character to be a background. You know what I mean? So it has to be well balanced when these characters have their crossovers with each other. Jessica Jones is going to be extremely difficult to pull off because who in the MCU can mesh well with her? I guess you can make an argument with Nick Fury and the S.H.I.E.L.D., but can you really see Jessica Jones being agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Mm, Maybe this happened in the comics, and that's a huge maybe. I don't know if this can transition very well in films. But, I don't know, I'm... I'm willing to hear what you guys think. What, What do you believe Jessica Jones can be well with? Whether they're against her... Or whether they're working with her. You know, I'm very interested to hear what you have to say. In terms of who I believe these characters can be good with, compatible with, can work with. Those who I believe can be very, very well. And I think it could be good for future films. One that's entertaining, one that's groundbreaking, but also can combine themselves in terms of tone. Because at the end of the day... The execution is what counts. And that's all I got to say about that. That's all we have for tonight on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. 
Before we end this show, we're going to talk our supervillain quote of the week. Since this is episode four, we're going to go to even numbers. And since I got extremely excited talking about Kingpin, we're going to do a Kingpin quote. You can build a prison of stone and steel, but you merely present the prisoner with a challenge. Any truly determined man will find a way out. But love? Love is the perfect prison. Inescapable. My reaction to that is, you're absolutely right. Because when you love something or you love someone, it is a prison that you may not even want to get out of. Tune in next time where we're going to talk about something else, something different, something unique. Maybe something Doctor Strange related. Who knows? Tune in next time to find out. As of right now, I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.